Welcome to the latest episode of Random Topic Generator, the podcast that could be about anything and everything, and you're not quite sure what you're going to get each and every episode. Even me, the host, quite frankly, doesn't know what I'm going to talk about each and every week until I sit down and turn on the computer to record. Which is kind of a little bit of a marketing white lie. But, for the most part, I don't really know what I'm going to talk about each and every week. Until that week comes along. And then I just sort of pick a topic that's been on my mind. Something that's happened over the past seven days. Something that I've been thinking about. That I want to sit here at the computer and record my thoughts about. And today's topic won't really come as a surprise to most of you that have listened to previous podcasts, or most of you, any of you that know me personally, or follow me on social media, but it may come as a surprise to some of you the direction I'm going to take with this particular episode. And I've stated before that I for the most part, don't have notes or an outline for this podcast. I just hit record and talk about things to the best of my knowledge or off the top of my head, but this one is going to be a little bit different, as I stated before, and that's the second time I said it's going to be different, so I guess it better be different. So why different, you ask? Well, You all know from previous episodes and knowing me personally that I kind of have this keen interest in fringe topics or the paranormal. I don't necessarily completely believe all of them, but I do have some experiences within that realm that I can't possibly explain, nor can I completely debunk what I have witnessed personally. So, that being said, I have this keen interest, almost a little bit of a borderline obsession with learning about and watching and reading about things of the paranormal nature. And we've talked previously on this podcast about needing to be sort of in the middle ground of belief. Not necessarily being an absolute believer and not being an absolute total skeptic slash debunker. You need to be in the middle. You need to, to have a little leeway. That way you're, you, you, you can save face by checking out an empirical situation and say, yep, I was totally wrong. That is real. Or even on the flip side, if you prove to somebody something they witnessed isn't what they think it is, you have to have the ability to say, yep, I was wrong. That totally isn't a ghost or a UFO. And most importantly in the whole situation, which isn't necessarily just a fringe or paranormal thing, but it's really life in general. You have to be able to Admit you don't know everything, but you also 
need to realize when something you think you know isn't actually correct or isn't true. Now, that being said, I recently watched this documentary called Above Majestic, and I don't know how others go into watching a documentary, whether it's like I do, I kind of go in with sort of, I want to be entertained, but I also want to learn things. Learn things as far as I kind of, not necessarily you're looking for validation for anything, but you just want to see what other people think of the things that you have interest in. Now, you, some of you know that I used to co-host another podcast called Conspiracy Beerus, and we talked all about a whole bunch of the conspiracy themes that are prevalent in the world. And though I don't necessarily believe a lot of the conspiracy theory topics that we talked about on that podcast, I was interested to learn about them, much like the documentary comment I made earlier. I I want to learn, and then I can decide whether I believe them or not as you go along. Now, flashback to what I stated a few minutes ago about being in the middle. You can't have a preconceived notion about certain things or not, so you have to go into everything with a middle ground and be able to say, yeah, you know, that's possible. That could possibly be happening. Or you need to be able to say, nope, absolutely not. I think that's a lot of the problem with today's world is there's not that give and take aspect to the world. People are so set in their ways that if they get any sort of concrete proof thrown at them, they'll they'll sidestep, make some sort of excuse up as to why that's not real, i.e. fake news. Oh, I hate that phrase. Well, we stopped doing Conspiracy Beerus because, frankly, it just sort of turned into a one-sided political show, and that's, if you know me personally, I absolutely do not want to get into any sort of political debate with anybody, especially these days, because there's no point in debating. People are so set in their ways that you can't have any constructive dialogue. So that's kind of why it ended. But that doesn't mean I'm still not interested in certain conspiracies, much like the fringe topics that... I'm interested in. I'm, I, I'm curious to watch them and learn about them or read about them. So take the above majestic documentary that I mentioned and take my interest in fringe topics like the paranormal and then take a little bit of an interest into conspiracies. And here we are back to above majestic. And I debated a long time about how I wanted to actually construct this podcast to talk about it and i think i just decided i want to i made a little bit some notes and i'm just kind of going to go down the notes or sort of 
chronologically in order of the documentary and sort of give you the highlights and then give you sort of my two cents as we go along. So the documentary is called Above Majestic. It's available on Tubi and Amazon Prime, all sorts of free access points. You can find it and watch it for yourself. And maybe if you have any thoughts, then you can let me know on Facebook or Twitter at RTG1701. So the podcast starts off where they're talking sort of... They start off in the 1930s talking about Germany and the buildup of the the Nazi empire. And is this actually all facts that we all know from history that Germany actually went down to Antarctica looking to sort of expand their their military base and whatnot. But they claim in this documentary that when Germany gets down to Antarctica, they're, they're building this war base and they find this cavern that goes deep below the ground and they discover this alien group of beings called the they call the reptilians living below the ground in Antarctica and these reptilians make a pact with Germany to give Germany some of their higher technology in exchange Germany will give them human beings to enslave as you'll learn more as we go on. At this point, they insinuate that Germany then takes all this technology that they got from these reptilians and builds these spacecraft in the 1930s, I might add, that causes them to go to the moon and even farther out into the solar system and beyond. Now, they continue to state in this documentary that the Germans sign a treaty with these reptilians, or the the Dracos, as they also call them, in exchange for, for all this technology. And they cite all of these examples of the technology that the Germans allegedly get from the reptilians as being proof as to this actually happening. And then they sort of just forget about World War II and Germany getting defeated and jump into the United States is now working with these reptilians and they've taken over all of Germany's spaceports on the moon and in Antarctica and everything, and how the United States now has this pact with these reptilian Dracos that allow them to get this technology and in exchange for allowing them to take human beings. And I'm really not panning on them for having their opinion to what they think is real, but then they just they throw out some facts that are absolutely 100% fake or wrong that it's hard for me to even give them the opportunity to prove to me what they're telling me is correct. And 
What do I mean by that? Well, at one point, a guy comes on and talks about the UFO flap over Washington, D.C. that happened in 1952 wasn't UFOs run by or flown by aliens. It was German scientists flying the UFOs to prove to America that Germany has this power. Now, there's only one problem with that, and A, Germany got defeated the, remember just a minute ago I was saying they kind of totally skipped over World War II? Yeah, Germany got defeated in World War II. They, they were pretty much done by 1944. There really wasn't too much of a Germany between 1944 and when this UFO event happened over Washington, D.C. in 1952. As a matter of fact, all these German scientists that the guy referenced actually were all taken in by the U.S. military and were working for the Americans. So why would they be buzzing their own government building with UFOs? Anyways, and at this point in the documentary, they kind of stopped talking about aliens and reptilians for about an hour. And they switch gears and start talking about the deep state, the military-industrial complex, or the cabal, as they call them. And we all know the whole military-industrial complex was a statement that... Dwight Eisenhower made in his final speech as president. So again, this is the second time they, they've they made a historical fact, made a statement about a historical fact, something that we actually know that happened, and then sort of added on to it with their little narrative. And like I said, for the next hour on the 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 doc they they didn't even speak of aliens or reptilians or dracos or anything like that they were talking all about the new world order or the cabal or the deep state the the one percenters as they call them the the rich and powerful how the one percent of the population the most rich and powerful run control this entire world and how our governments really have no power at all because they all, the governments, answer to this cabal or this deep state or the the 1%. They, they actually rule the world and it's actually been going on like that for thousands and thousands of years. Now, if this doesn't have your head spinning enough, they immediately transform from the one percenters in the cabal and they start talking about how all the one percenters the cabal are all these satanic pedophiliacs who abduct children and have this child slave trade where they take these children and sexually abuse them in satanic rituals and drink the children's blood to gain their adrenochrome, which 
Now, adrenochrome is an actual real thing. Here we are again taking a fact and twisting it. But if you don't know what adrenochrome is, it's a chemical compound produced by the oxidation of your adrenaline. And what these people are saying are the one percenters, the cabal, is drinking the children's blood to gain their power from adrenochrome and what they're claiming that the adrenochrome from these children do is causes these one percenters to age regress or make them immortal because if you take this children's blood get their adrenochrome you stop aging as a matter of fact you get a little bit younger if you do this so this is their their explanation and they give examples about how certain one percenters aren't really different people they're all the same person they just they age regress and they change the way they look and then they turn into somebody else that becomes somebody rich and famous so there's that's where the whole one percenters comes into mind now at this point i just about shut the documentary off because i'm like yeah, this isn't exactly what I thought I was getting myself into. But I, I stuck it out, and I actually watched it a second time, only because I decided I wanted to come on here and talk about it, so I wanted to make sure what I was heard the first time was actually what I heard the first time, and I couldn't believe what I was hearing. But yeah, so they went on for a long time talking about the one percenters, and the satanic cult of the one percenters or the cabal and how they're taking all of these children and whatnot and never once did they offer any sort of absolute proof as to how they know all of this stuff is happening they were it, it always came from i talked to this person who was on the inside and they told me this so translation it's all sort of hearsay which we all know from watching enough court shows you can't use hearsay as proof then like i said after about an hour the aliens magically return to the to the scene after we're hearing for the past 60 minutes that it's the one percenters the cabal the new world order that's running this planet we learn from these same people that the reptilians are back and not only are they running our world but a lot of the reptilians are people in power because they can shapeshift and look like humans if they so choose to be and though they didn't give any names of who's a shapeshifter they basically said the one percenters or everybody that's in power is a reptilian or a draco and there are thousands if not millions of draco reptilians running this planet and we humans are just a pawn in their game as a matter of fact we're we're, we're according to these people we're more than pawns in their game they actually have in conjunction with the one percenters and all of these children that we just learned a little bit ago that were being used for a satanic cult pedophilia ring where they take their adrenochrome well now these children are being taken 
And some of them are entering this secret space program that apparently that we've had since the 1930s. And they get taken to this base on the moon, which was originally a Draco station, but now operated by Earthlings that was initially run by the Germans in the 1930s, but now it's our secret space program where we take we have all of these advanced spacecraft willing to go at warp-capable speeds to other galaxies, mind you, not necessarily other planets in our solar system or other planets within our reachable universe, but other galaxies, mind you. Andromeda was actually named, and on board all of these super-secret warp-capable spaceships are all of these children that are being abducted and taken, and part of them are in the secret space program, and the other part of them are being shipped or used by the Dracos as food. Sound familiar? Anybody that's watched the miniseries V before? I digress. Actually, I don't digress because I know somebody that believes this is going to look to me and say, that's where they got the idea for the miniseries V. But we'll get back to movies and media here in just a little while because this isn't done taking twists in this documentary. So they talk about all these children that get abducted or taken or freely given, actually, because the governments have signed these treaties with the Cabal and the Dracos, allowing them to take all of these children. And what happens to all of them? Well, like I said, some of them go into the secret space program to be used for our, apparently, our amazing wit and ingenuity and some of us get eaten. So we're such a ingenious species that we have this 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 capability to be so ingenious, but yet we're also apparently good for Sunday dinner. Okay, a little bit of a joke there, but that do you see how crazy this whole thing sounds and what's even crazier is if these people or these reptilians and the one percenters are so powerful so able to do all of this stuff a lot of this information is coming from somebody who claims they escaped and were once part of that program now I don't know about you, but I am pretty positive if this was actually happening and somebody escaped. If these Dracos had, well, these Dracos and these one percenters had that much power and ability, I'm pretty sure anybody that escaped wouldn't be around to share with everybody else what they actually knew. Just saying. It's at this point where the Dracos slash reptilians again completely disappeared from the conversation and we're all back to the Cabal and the One Percenters because 
Then they just started making things political. And this is where I kind of got pissed off at it, because this whole time before, all, everything they talked about before wasn't political at all, but yet it was ridiculous, but it wasn't political. Now they brought politics into it after, for say, the previous hour and a half of the program, they kept talking about how the governments that we all knew and thought were in power weren't actually in power. They had no power. But now all of a sudden, they're deciding that there's this little ragtag band of, of rebels that were really ready to fight the one percenters, ready to take on the cabal. And what they wanted to do in 2015 was convince Donald Trump to run for president to rebel against the cabal, to defeat them once and for all, and to return the earth, not necessarily just the earth, but he only mentioned the United States. <laughs> but you would think if they're running the world, it would mean the entire earth. i just putting that out there. But to return the United States to its freedom-loving ways. Now, how is he supposed to do this? Well, Donald Trump's grandfather and father were influential. His grandfather knew Nikola Tesla, and he was friends with him. So he, Donald Trump has to know all the stuff that Nikola Tesla knew and invented, and the cabal and the one percenters wouldn't allow him to give to the world for free so Donald Trump was going to come in and free us all from this subjugation. There's only one huge glaring issue with the stance that they took in this documentary regarding that and going to use their own words against them here because earlier in the podcast you may heard them say the the richest, the most wealthiest people in the world are the actual ones that run this world. Well, last time I checked, Donald Trump kind of falls into that category. So wouldn't he be a one percenter? And why would he bite the hand that feeds him, per se? Why would he step away from being a one percenter or one of the people that actually run the world in order to give freedom to all of us that has been subjugated for thousands and thousands of years. And going back, talking about the whole adrenochrome thing and making these one percenters younger and immortal, we've all pretty much grown up with Donald Trump, whether it's from the 80s to now, and... It's pretty obvious that he's aged quite a bit in those 40 years. So at this point, they sort of take a left-hand turn again and kind of turn it into a metaphysical broad statement, staying how we, we need to get away from, you know, we, we need to, well, we'll put it this way. They, they're talking about how we needed to find all these alternative energies and ways to save the planet and this, that, and the other, and it's the one percenters that are pushing the, the oil usage on us and, and all of that. And, okay, and, then, and, and I'm like, 
five minutes ago you were telling us that you needed to get Donald Trump elected president so he could overthrow the one percenters. He wasn't exactly big on alternative energy, so make up your mind where you're going with this. At this point, the reptilians come back into the picture, and they're talking about how there are upwards of 40 different classes of aliens on the planet, some good, some bad, some here to help us, some here to enslave us, and some are here to take us as food stock and as engineering help because, again, like I said earlier, we're so brilliant that not only do we taste good, we're really good in a pinch. So then when they turned this whole closing statement into ways that that we needed to, things we needed to do to improve the condition of planet Earth. We needed things we needed to do to save ourselves from ourselves when for the past hour and 55 minutes they were talking about how we couldn't do anything because we were so subjugated. So they, they, they threw all this at us for an hour and 55 minutes and they closed shop with we need to to do things to help Mother Earth. We need to do things to make everything better. We need to do things so we can have a a sunny tomorrow. So thanks for tuning in, folks. But all that stuff I just told you for the last hour and 55 minutes didn't mean squat. If you just improve yourself each and every day, and we improve this Earth one day at a time, things will be better. That was, in a nutshell, the documentary called Above Majestic. Like I said, it's available a lot of places online to check out or on Tubi or Amazon Prime. Check it out for yourself. Maybe you have a different take than I did. I mean, my head was spinning after I watched it because... I mean, if it was a movie, it would have been a good entertaining movie, but they were playing this off as the way the world actually is. And you know what? I give them credit for their, for their creativity. But yeah, I'm not buying it, because while I do believe there are plenty of governments parts of government that we don't know about because they need to keep things on the down low, so to speak. You know what? I didn't even talk about all the underground bases, but that'll be for another podcast. Um, there are parts of the government where we don't know they exist or these black governments, or however you want to word it. I think there are portions of our government that are like that. Do I think they go to this extreme? Absolutely, I do not. Because, and only because, if it was this widespread and this populated, people can't keep their mouth shut. Some people can, but you get that many people involved and somebody's going to spill. Now, one thing I will give the 
creators of this documentary, the people involved on it, the people that appeared on it, I'll give them credit for one thing. And that was for using actual proven facts and intertwining them with their narrative. I want to call them flat out liars because maybe they do believe what they're talking about. But I mean, there's just so much in this thing that I didn't talk about that I could go on, but we'll leave it at that. And if you watch it or, or you have watched it and you have a different take than maybe I have, you can let me know on Facebook or Twitter at RTG1701. Don't forget to hit like and subscribe so you get notified each time there is a new episode. I don't really have a closer, so I'll simply close with... To serve man! It's a cookbook!